Hello, friends. Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And today, as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How you doing today, Lulu? Hey, everybody. What a topic we have for you guys today. So excited. (laughs) It seemed uh, when we posted about it on Instagram, it seemed like there were a lot of people who were interested in what we have to say. So I think this is going to be a great one. Fantastic. Can't wait. (laughs) And we are talking about blowjobs or more formally known as fellatio. We're going to be talking about tips. Oh, or in a more um, for our more seasoned generation, it used to be called giving a shiner. A shiner? Oh, yeah. interesting. I thought Hummer was like the the. I know. guess it's like regional, but my older members of my family, like, oh, you're giving out shiners. I'm like, what? That's what they're talking about. Shiner. Well, I mean, I guess that makes a lot of sense <laughs> for <laughs> for an a slang term. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are going to be talking about tips and tricks and then answering some FAQs. And of course, just as a disclaimer, we are not doctors and we are not giving out medical advice. This is, you know, for when we talk about STIs and stuff. Um, if you have a question or are experiencing any issues with STIs, please consult a medical professional. Absolutely. So before we get into it, we've got a workshop alert that kind of inspired our topic today. So Lulu, do you want to talk about your steak and blowjob workshop for Saturday? Yes, absolutely. Super excited. So Naughty Cherry presents a steak and blowjob workshop, which is coming up March 5th, 2022. We will be giving you all amazing tricks and tips and all kinds of fun things, learning about using a stroker, or maybe your hand is tired, or maybe you have some kind of arthritis or something, you know, um, carpal tunnel. So a little handy helper, learning about different lubes, which ones are good, edible, learning about um, relaxing throat spray. We don't want to say numbing, relaxing throat spray. And a lot of little other things that we don't really disclose right now. You would have to come to the workshop to get that um, more in-depth information. Or if you're busy on Saturday, you can always buy the program later. Um, it will be recorded. So all the info will be in our show notes for those who are interested. Excellent. Excellent. And when is the holiday of Steak and Blowjob Day? So the official holiday is March 14th, which is a Monday this year. So for all those, and let's just be disclaimed, even though the original holiday is steak and blowjob, if you do not eat meat or you don't eat steak or red meat, you know, any protein, because, you know, that you're getting that protein after you have this amazing experience, you're going to be completely drained and you need to, you know, get your energy back up. So any protein, a salmon steak even, you know, whatever kind of protein, you, you know, you're having, um, tofu made into a piece of steak. I don't know, whichever was going to work, right? <laughs> so just know that you can substitute something else if you don't eat steak. So don't make that um, take the season away from you. Fantastic. Okay. And <laughs> lastly, this episode is brought to you by One Condoms and Measure a Penis Day. February 1st was Measure a Penis Day, but we celebrate all year long. Absolutely. For more information and to get your measure kit, head to myonecondoms.com slash measure day today and stay tuned for the end of the episode because we have a special erotic story that i wrote 
that was inspired by one condoms. Nice. And one last thing, um, we just want to congratulate one condoms um, for their FDA approval um, for anal sex. They're the first condom that got FDA approval um, for anal sex. So it's a really Amazing. incredible thing. Yeah. So congrats to them. That's it's so important. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we get to talk about blowjobs and oh my god, I had so much fun doing the research for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have a partner to to uh, apply any of that no, research. No, no. Practice makes perfect. So right. Yeah. Partner soon. Yep. So I have all the theory. Um, <laughs> maybe round up. <laughs> Okay, so what is a blowjob? And a blowjob is oral sex that's performed on the penis using one's mouth. Sometimes it gets supplemented by hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to add to that definition? Um, it's pretty cut and dry for right now. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll dive deeper and more later. We're going to dive in today. Definitely. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about penis anatomy, because some of these terms are going to pop up when we're talking about yes. tips and tricks. So just some <laughs> fun penis facts. Um, the average size of an adult penis is between five and seven inches when erect. And of course, that's the average. So it can be a little bit smaller. It can be a little bit bigger. Penises come in all shapes and sizes, and they're all delightful. And different so, waves of direction also. Let's not forget about our curves from left to right, mm-hmm. up and down, the different curves. So, know what you like and, you know, be happy with that I, I, before you even just dive deeper because there's always a conversation of, oh, you know, like recently, um, all the things that were happening on Twitter where, um, you know, celebrities' videos got leaked and there was so much talk about, oh my gosh, I'm surprised this penis is that size. But what size was it really? Was it not enough for you as a person? Or just in general, what do you say? Because as you said, five to seven, and because <laughs> I feel to be someone who can measure just by eye looking, I was definitely seeing at least seven. So that is average. And it's not... and not always about length let's think about width because you can have yeah. a nine and be pencil thin and that's still not going to work out so taking into consideration everything that's going on around us and also want a bullying setting right because mm-hmm. we're going to educate i feel completely horrified for the guys because you know if they did on purpose or if it was, you know, some kind of thing leaked or whatever, to have any part of your body judged like that and so harshly and, oh, you're not supposed to have this because you're this and that. It's so just makes someone feel less than. So if it's not for you, then, you know, just scroll up. But I think people really, really went really, really hard on both of them. And um, I didn't think it was um, really right. That was my little piece yeah. Yeah, I mean, when anyone's video is shared without their consent, that's, you know, it's it's traumatic for everyone involved. Um, mm-hmm. And we shouldn't be body shaming anyone, you know, for whatever's happening. And, and yeah, it, that's that's very disappointing. I'm not quite sure what celebrity was. Uh, I think it was it's too late. Okay. 
but um yeah just when something like that goes out there that's not an excuse to you know body shame someone that's not an excuse to judge them i mean you got to have a lot more empathy because they didn't necessarily want that information out there and think about how you would feel like if you were exposed in that way you know so um yeah and and like lulu was saying you know everyone's pleasure preferences are different some people like very big penises some people it doesn't matter as much right um and it's all kind of relative and subjective um and i mean to me it feels like it ultimately ultimately boils down to doesn't necessarily matter how big or whatever the size is it's what you're doing with it or if you know or what you're doing with other parts of your body to supplement exactly it's like you know the, the penis is not the be all end all for all sexual satisfaction and stimulation it's a good it's a good component it's a fun component <laughs> but it doesn't have to be the only thing that gives or receives pleasure so let's just keep that in mind too and i will just warn everyone this is not representative of my artistic abilities but i have to work quick good job thank you um <laughs> share a screen for the first time so you have to definitely go to our YouTube to make sure you see this amazing diagram there you are <laughs> yes my beautiful 15 minute sketch of a penis and mm-hmm. alright so again this is my uh, 15 minute sketch of a penis but I just wanted to draw it out because I'm not quite sure what the, the rules are about showing anything mm, on that's YouTube. Very true. That's very so true. we're gonna do the best we can. But I've also linked to other, you know, more intensive diagrams in case you need more information. Absolutely. So we'll start from the top and we'll work our way down to the base. So okay. the glands, which is the top part of the penis. Um, it's also known as the head of the penis or the tip. Uh, that's where the urethral opening is. It's where semen comes out. It's where you pee out of, etc. The corona glands or the penis crown is the rounded protruding border that surrounds the tip of the penis. So if you um, look at kind of how it flares out as you get closer to the shaft, there's like a little bit of a, a lip there. That's yeah, the yum, yummy bits. It's yummy bits. Yummy bits, yeah. Um, and the tip is the most sensitive part of the penis, but there are also a, a couple other erogenous zones. Jo- excuse me, erogenous zones on the penis, and we'll get to those in just a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> the shaft. Uh, oh, sorry, I skipped skipped a little bit. So, um, I'll get into foreskins. Uh, the foreskin is the retractable roll of skin that covers the end of a penis. Circumcised means that the penis does not have a foreskin. The um, foreskin was removed uh, usually through surgery or through um, religious ritual. And then uncircumcised means that the penis still has a foreskin. Um, Before you move on from that, mm -hmm. this is another bullying moment. Russ. Let's not discriminate on people who are uncircumcised. Let's also remember... Uncircumcision is a religious thing, cultural thing. So some religions and cultures just do not believe in circumcising their penis-owning child as a small child. And 
again, something that people should not be criticized for. Um, I'm sure they've gone their whole lives with it and have been very comfortable. The most important thing on hygiene for those who um, have penises and may have maybe younger ones who are penis owners, learn for them to how to clean themselves properly, how to pull that skin back, how to clean around the head of that to make sure, you know, from sweat and all those kind of things because that can do a lot of buildup and you can get infections. So make sure you're pulling it back and you're cleaning properly if you have foreskin. And Definitely. it doesn't matter if you have it or not. Penis is still great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Either either version of a penis is completely perfect and suits you and functions well. But I'm yes. glad you brought up the hygiene component um because that is very important. So uncircumcised penises might feel a little bit more sensitive to touch compared to a circumcised penis. Mhm. Mhm. So related to the foreskin is the frenulum Mm-hmm. And it's a, which is a highly sensitive and erogenous zone on the underside of the shaft that aids in retracting the foreskin if you're circumcised. And uh, it looks like a small V kind of just below the head. And it's the part um, that usually is remains after circumcision. So mm-hmm. I tried to draw it there. I have it highlighted in yellow as a very sensitive, sensitive spot. Um, and it is. And penis owners like to have it stroked with a little lube and just, you know, or a piece of ice. Ooh. Ooh, that's, a, that's an advanced technique, so. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> we Stuff we'll be learning in Saturday's class. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll get more into that in just a minute. Um, so after that, we have the shaft, which is the tubular neck portion of the penis um and then on the uh underside of the shaft is the uh excuse me is the penile ref um which kind of is connected to the perennial ref and i also sometimes known as the gooch the little part between the balls and the scrotum oh interesting okay so, um, this is a ridge that runs on the underside of the shaft, extends through the scrotum, and then towards the anus. It's mm-hmm. highly sensitive. Very much and so. Then, <laughs> um, and then there's, like, that uh, that little spot highlighted in yellow, which, what did you call that, Lulu? The gooch. The gooch, okay. And so that's where um, the scrotum and the shaft of the penis kind of connect. And we'll link to a video that talks a, a bit more about um, penis development, so no how all of this is shaped but for the sake of time we're gonna skip through that but yeah that little part is like highly highly sensitive mm-hmm. and then yep. lastly the scrotum which houses the testes it's also known as the balls this is rated as having medium sensitivity but your partner may enjoy hand or mouth stimulation while receiving a blowjob absolutely yeah <laughs> so don't ignore the balls right Right. Uh, and so uh, Tickle.Life has a great video by Angel Russell about the penis. And then um, there's also a, a couple of diagrams from Planned Parenthood that we'll link to that go into a little bit more detail about each of these. This episode is brought to you by One Condoms and Measure a Penis Day. February is National Condom Month and February 1st was Measure a Penis Day. But we celebrate all year long. 
The amazing folks at One Condoms have brought you My One. They understand how important condom fit really is to sexual pleasure and safety. My One Perfect Fit is 60 custom condom sizes so you can get the perfect fit for you. For more info and to get your measure kit, head to myonecondoms.com slash measure day now. <laughs> Very good. Very good job. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything that we need to go over with the diagram or should we get into how do you give a blowjob? We'll get into it. We'll, 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 we'll get into how we get those fun bits and we'll okay. dive in and give little tips and some little tricks about how you can have good fun with the penis. So how do you give a blowjob? So, you know, it's different for everybody. First of all, um, if you're a person with like a small jaw, I'm a small jaw kind of person. So, um, right. And so you have to do different techniques. If maybe your partner is a little bit more well endowed past the five to seven range. And so that's where things like a stroker come in handy so much because then you know that can do the bottom while you're up at the head, top of, of the penis, things like lube, things like the throat numbing spray or throat relaxing spray as it will, will help to loosen your jaw a little bit more so you can get a little bit more space in there so you can do different things. Learning different hand tricks, you know, First of all, playing around with things like BJ Blast, which is basically just some pop rocks that are really fun. Mm. Something to add on and you kind of start that and, you know, you be playful with it. And, um, I mean, you got to kind of look at it and see what, what looks good for you. Again, I would say start with the head. Then you can see how much and you go down and you see how much of it you can take in or what do you want to do? Some people just like to give a blowjob just on the head. Honestly, and their rim, as it was, is amazing. <laughs> they just do great on that head part, and their person has an amazing ejaculation. And they pay attention to the balls and um, perhaps touch all the erogenous zones in that area that can really, really stimulate the person. It just all depends on your comfortability, on your partner's comfortability, and just where you guys are at. You know, positioning, another great thing. Sometimes straight on doesn't work for everybody because, again, small jaw, small neck, you know, things may not happen. Sideline is amazing. Propping up a pillow is really good. You have to just try different angles wherever you're at. Maybe someone's standing and you're sitting. You're sitting and someone's standing. You know, there's so many variations that can be really, really pleasurable, but you have to find what works for you and your partner to make sure that both parties are comfortable because it's important. If you're not comfortable, you're not having any fun. And, and what's that's the <laughs> kind of experimentation that <laughs> is fun for everyone. Yes. And I do want to just mention, and we know it happens all the time. We just know it does because unfortunately it's just what it is. But if your mate is asking for oral pleasure and you're just not in the mood, you got to say that because no one wants lazy head. No one wants that. No one wants a lazy blowjob. I'm just going to say it. So, you know, things like a stroker, say, hey, listen, I'm really not feeling it today, but I'll help you get that nut off. I'll help you stroke it. 
I'll even get you a stroker that may have a vibrator in it, perhaps, or something added. Maybe we put some warming lube in it so it can kind of feel like a mouth or whatever. But I'm not feeling it, so I don't want to give you that slack work. Because let's think about it. If vice versa, you wouldn't want slack oral on yourself. So why would you give slack to someone else? My mm-hmm. thing is I receive. What you want what happened to you, don't do it to anybody else. If you're not in the mood, be upfront with your partner. We talk about it all the time on here. Communication, communication. If you are not feeling it today, let them know. Doesn't be like all right, right, right. Like that's that's not that's not nice. That's not fun. Because you wouldn't want it to happen to you. So right. really think about the intent of what's happening. And likewise, if you were on the res- like if you were the receiver of that mm-hmm. and your partner says, like, hey, I'm just really not into it today. Respect yeah. that, and yeah, then you yeah. mutually can figure out if there's an activity that you can do together using the like the stroker, like what you were saying, using lubes, a masturbator toy, yes. um, like a flashlight or something. Like there are other ways to um, engage in a lovely sexual experience together, you know. But that's doing something alternative to to a blowjob. So exactly. yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how can I make a blowjob really special for my partner? So, I say this, you know, I'm all for the foreplay all day, every day, right? So, I say make it fun, you know. Um, when I do pop-up shops, when I do any event, I always have flavor condoms on hand. And a lot of couples who have been together for a long time, like, oh, we don't use condoms. It's not really for use. Flavor condom. You kind of just play with it in your mouth and you see how far you can go down on your partner's penis with it. You know, you make fun of it. You know, it tastes good. It has different flavors. So again, you have something flavored in case you don't have any flavored lube with you at the moment. Use a flavor condom and go ahead and do it on there. You know, kind of play around with it and see what you like. It's not meant to be like, oh, this is my forever partner. We don't need condoms. It's not in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's something really playful. It's something, you know, different. And what I believe in 1000% is the buildup. The buildup is amazing. Yeah. And if your penis owner is open to it, you can do a lot of buildup. You can start with their inner thighs, a lot of amazing erogenous zones in that area, kind of have you a nice tickler, even do your fingernails slowly across them and work your way up from the balls even and up to the shaft and to the head. Make it different. Do it a way you haven't done it before or haven't done it in a while. Bring back some old techniques that maybe you put in the back burner for a little bit. You know, um, get your partner to the brink that they're about to come and then stop and let them relax and then take them there again. You know, that's called stimulation play. And it's amazing because when they finally get to that, when you finally allow them to get to that place, it's like, it's completely next level, completely next level. You know, um, I want to throw a little tip at everybody. It's going to be talked about in our workshop, but for our penis owners, a lot of them don't even know because I've been sharing information like everywhere. Behind the knees. I was just going to say, Lulu, the tip that you, you've given out so many times, but I think it's so great. Yes, the back the of the knee. Behind the knee. You can get them at any angle. If they're standing, if they're laying, whatever it is, you can get to one or both knees and it is... You can do behind the knees and just be humming on the balls. Just exquisite amounts of things that are happening. If it never happens to your partner, they will not even know what hit them. Like, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. What is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they will be 
so appreciative that you took the time to want to learn more about their body and things that they didn't even know because everybody wants their body explored in a magnificent way. And that is one of those ways. And from everyone that I've taught it to, they have always come back and said, you are completely right. It was next level for us. And I, I it's an arbitrage now. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, so as I said before, I did a little bit of research before <laughs> putting together the outline for today. So I'm just going to hold up. Just make sure. Oh, yeah. I got that little one. Yep. So this one is Tickle is Pickle by Sadie, uh, Dr. Sadie Allison. And this mm-hmm. other one is How to Give a Mind-Blowing Blowjob by Lisa Sussman. And I have to say, I really enjoyed kind of flipping through um, one thing I will note is that it's kind of, you know, geared towards heterosexual couples, but like the tips can be applied to anyone who has a penis. So right. um, and there's a lot of like good, just like anatomy information, um, hygiene information, a whole bunch of cool things in um, Tickle is Pickle. So I would I would definitely recommend that. Um, so one of the, the things from Tickle is Pickle they talk about is like setting an ambience. So, you know, that mm-hmm. four point starts before you even touch each other like make the room sexy make sure you have clean sheets and all that nice stuff candles Mm -hmm. talking dirty or moaning while you're giving a blowjob can also heighten the experience touching yourself during giving it yes or watching a porn watching oh that's a perfect thing to do Mm -hmm. um making it really wet so using a lot of saliva adding lube Add then, the lube better. Add the lube better than that saliva. Mm. <laughs> and and I said that because you know some people have dry throats, have dry mouths, so yeah. they may not be able to produce a lot of it. So a flavored lube, like from our friends at System Joe, their green apple delight. It gives you that sense of it's a really crisp green apple. So it gives you that more moisture in your mouth. Again, if you add that with a throat relaxing spray, you're gonna get all that yumminess so you're not gonna have to do all that because some people that don't produce that much saliva and it's not gonna work too well that's true that's very true and if you are looking for lube recommendations we have a three-part series on lube so yes, definitely do. check it out there's so much information i mean I, you know if if you've never had an experience of lube before these three episodes will give you like all of the expertise we've got um so definitely, definitely check out those past episodes. Uh, so another tip from um, Tickle His Pickle is using your hands. And one of the techniques that they suggest is called the thank you. And this is where you cradle the penis between the you, between your thumb and your fingers, with the thumb touching the underside of the shaft. And if you remember from that diagram, the underside of the shaft is incredibly sensitive. Yes. Um, you keep the, the wrist loose but the grip firm oh man you keep the wrist loose and the grip firm stroking at a diagonal angle and then another a good hand tip to accompany the blowjob um is from how to give a mind-blowing blowjob by lisa sussman as i mentioned before and this is called the ring and this is where you encircle the head just below the penis with the thumb and the forefinger and then you pump up and down now, do you have any other hand techniques? The strokers? Yeah, so why don't you talk a bit about what a stroker does? So, with a little bit of lube, this is your great assistant. Because just in case maybe your wrist is not up to par to do all those amazing wrist tricks, right? And hand tricks. This is a handy helper. 
because then you can really get all those movements that they're talking about with the helper. You can put a little lube in it. It has some ridges, so it's going to help your partner feel something a little bit different than maybe, you know, than, than your hand all the time. A little something different is, is it's okay. It's okay to bring to the table. Um, one that I like sometimes if maybe you're not, again, if you just want to do head work, you um, basket weave, I would say, your hands. Ooh. And you have the penis right in between with some lube, and you're just going like an up and down motion. It's really, really nice. And you can just get your head at that point. Um, the double handed twist that definitely use lube for that, but the twist is amazing. So, I see when the underhand is behind, like you said, in those sensitive areas, it's really going to hit the spot. And, you know, again, don't forget the little juggling of the balls while you know, wherever part you're at. I will also say for the shaft. Nibbling on the shaft is amazing. Okay. A nice shaft nibble can really, you know, hit some different angles that people may not be used to. Adding a little piece of ice in the mouth while you're doing some of these BJ experiences brings a different element of cooling. Then we're doing temperature play, which, you know, we love temp play, so that's fun. Mm -hmm. Be creative, but be safe. Yes. Yes. I know yeah. everybody's talking about that grapefruit thing. I don't teach that. I'm not a fan of it. If it's for you, that's fine. But I'm not a grapefruit fan, so I wouldn't be eating no grapefruit. So I'm not really, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Yeah, that that was an interesting technique. But, uh, yeah, a little bit a little bit different. They have grapefruit lube if you want. I mean... So yeah, okay, like get, get the flavor, maybe not all the mess that would yeah. accompany it. Yeah. Okay, so how can I prep myself to receive a blowjob? Um, so um, some of my... Oh, no, sorry, you go. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, some of the suggestions that I thought would make sense would be, like, hygiene, taking a shower mm-hmm. beforehand, making sure you've cleaned the area, making sure you smell nice down there. Now, like, you know, you don't have to do some type of, like, cologne or whatever, but just smell. Oh, please like don't. Please don't. Yeah. Do. yeah that's going to be. <laughs> there are, like, multiple layers to why that's probably not a great idea. Grooming. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, there are various tastes to what people, like, how people like their pubic hair to be groomed. So mm-hmm. talk to your partner about your preferences and their preferences and maybe come to some type of compromise. Um, and then this one is kind of a big one consent so talking to your partner about what they feel comfortable doing or not doing yes talk beforehand not in the middle of giving the blowjob um talk to them about like areas that they might have sensitivity to like Mm -hmm. towards touch while they're giving the blowjob like their face their hair their neck maybe they don't want those areas to be touched while they're giving something Mm -hmm. um and then also talk to them about potential kinks the degree of roughness like right. all of that stuff you should be talking about, you know, with your partner before getting into the activity. Um, and then kind of on the flip side of that, speaking up. So, um, you know, in if something is uncomfortable during the act, you know, tell your partner, maybe try something a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also reposition yourself. Yeah, reposition yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid to experiment. Um, and then lastly, kind of concentrating on the sensation. So leaning into those good feelings, trying to keep your mind free of distraction, 
letting all those sensations of pleasure just kind of wash over you. So those are my my suggestions. What about you, Lulu? I would say for the person giving, also think about their comfort level because, again, so, you know, some penis owners may not be as comfortable with certain things being touched while they're getting their acts. So be mindful of that, you know, express those things. Say, hey, how would you feel if I did this? And they're like, "Mm, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure. Or... I maybe let let's see what happens. Try it and, and see how I react. Or if it's a no, like let it be no. And and you know this kind of um respect that that's where they're at. And again, you know, like Laura said, listening to the body, feeling what's happening. When you see you're doing something amazing, and they're kind of just going in with you on the body, and you can feel it moving. You know, lean into that. Listen to what's happening. You know, um, makes a lot of difference. Listen to what's happening what you're giving to someone and what they're receiving because that input is organic <laughs> and um, can give you a lot of direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think those are some great suggestions. All right. So some other FAQs. Um, okay. So should I use a condom when giving a blowjob? So we kind of touched on it a little bit. I would recommend a flavor condom, not necessarily a regular condom, because again, latex, all that. The flavored ones are made for kind of that. Um, or if you had dental dam, but again, that's more for vulva owners, which when we go to that, we'll talk about that. But I would definitely say a flavor condom, especially if you and a person have not done your six months or however long STI exams, um, and you just want to feel comfortable. You know, if this is a new partner, whatever the scenario is, I would definitely say a flavor condom is the way to go. Definitely. Absolutely. I would agree. I would agree. I think that's a great suggestion. And, you know, of course, you, you know, can you get an STI from giving a blowjob? Yes. Many STIs are transferable through either like skin to skin contact um, or they're, you know, within the seminal fluid. Um, So you can get an STI from giving or receiving a blowjob. Um, so you want to, you know, if you haven't, if you don't know the STI status of your partner at the moment, you know, you definitely want to be using a condom just to make sure that you're being safe. And the flavored condom is, is a great suggestion. And I just wanted to go back for just one second when you talked about the penis owner doing some prep work. <laughs> Another great prep work um, is um, eating some nice sweet fruit so that you're steaming at the person if you desire the person to ingest that. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be better tasting because, you know, that is a complaint that people have. Oh, it was too salty. It was too this. It was too rich. It was too blah, 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 blah. It was very thick. They don't drink any water. Um, So, you know, I mean, and we have, you know, different like chewables that's like sweetener 69 that helps you and your partner taste even sweeter um again you can use all naturals pineapple whatever kind of fruit you like would really help out besides you know you all if you, if you into manscaping and your partner likes you to penis scape i would say um go ahead but if they're not you know just a nice clean up area make sure you, you know take a little bird bath or a full bath whatever you need to do you know yeah. um get the area ready for, uh, for a good old time. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's uh, great that you talked about, you know, the taste because food can affect the taste yes. of uh, seminal fluid. So, you know, and that leads into the next question. Should I spit or swallow? Um, and I say this is entirely up to you as the yes. person giving the blowjob. Sometimes, you know, it can be part of like the eroticism to 
mm-hmm. as for the receiver to like watch you swallow. Right. Um, but there are no hard and fast rules. Do what Absolutely. you feel comfortable doing. If you don't want them to even finish in your mouth, you don't mm-hmm. have to let them. They can finish somewhere else. They don't have, have to finish. have a towel ready. You know? Yep, <laughs> have a comrade ready. Have a comrade. Yep, exactly. Um, and so you know, this should be something that you and your partner are talking about and negotiating, yeah. and you both need to respect whatever decision is made. And it changes um, from it changes from time to time. It may be exactly. last week. I liked it. This week, huh? I'm not too much in the mood for it. You know, um, and it's so funny because people don't really realize sometimes. Again, if maybe the seam is too salty or something wrong with it, and someone ingests like a whole lot of it, it can really upset their stomach. <laughs> I don't think we have really realized that, but it, it can really happen. And so, you know, make sure you have a little water, a little something on the nightstand or whatever for after. They decide they want to do that, but then you have a little something from the drink after, even if they spit, you know, a little something, whatever. Because sometimes if it's too thick, it, it can. I've had conversations that can give you a little upset stomach for a little while. It doesn't last long, but it's still uncomfortable. You're like, uh, that was not nice. Didn't want to do that. <laughs> so, you know, just be mindful, like, all around, like, what's happening. Yeah. Um, and also, I would say, like, you know, if your partner decides to spit, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with you or they're trying to be disrespectful. Yes. They don't care about you. Yes. It's just... It's a comfort level thing, right? Mm-hmm. So oh not again, today. Like, I'm gonna do it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, See so exactly, exactly. Okay, so then lastly, Lulu, are there any things that I shouldn't do when it comes to either giving a blowjob or receiving a blowjob? You should not ignore either person's request for something to a, to happen or to not happen. I think that's the most important thing not to cross a boundary that they've explicitly said to you, hey, no, this is not for me. Um, if you are the receiver, and again, we know a lot of penis owners, you know, when they get very excited, they get very into it, they like to grab the person's head and really down. And if that person is kind of like pushing back and say, hey, listen, this is a lot for me, that's too much, you know, don't don't force that on them because it makes them uncomfortable and they don't want to finish or they don't want to do it anymore. Um work around other ways you know what i'm saying you don't want the whole thing put a hand on it you know kind of do something like that but if they're saying that they can't go all the way for whatever the reason is maybe you know again small jar it, it's uncomfortable for them don't force anybody because that can really hurt their their throat and their and their jaw and all that and what's the fun in that you know um communication communication um chiming in hey didn't like that like that though you know um i'm into this not this Mm-hmm. that's the most important thing you know obviously explore with each other safely boundaries you know you have your thing but um you guys are if you all are both into it i mean and really into it it can be just mind-blowing and um everyone will need a nap and uh just great just yes just, spent from the whole experience you know the person giving and receiving just spent and you've done any kind of oral activity and that means to the best of your ability both people are spent from just that we don't even have to do intercourse after that sometimes it's just that and we are spent from this dance yeah i mean i can imagine and mm-hmm. honestly it's probably 
this is probably the activity that I'm like most looking forward to doing with a partner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. And I agree with everything that you were talking about regarding, you know, what not to do. And the Mm -hmm. biggest one, not respecting someone's boundaries. Like, you know, it's all uh, a lot of these kind of tips and techniques are subjective, you know, but respecting someone's boundaries is as a pretty hard and fast rule that applies universally. Yes. Right. So yes. and again, like we encourage you to have these conversations before you start having sex so that like a boundary doesn't get crossed in the moment. And if but, something comes up, you know, if something comes yeah. up in that moment, you know in you the moment, thought, yeah. You right. thought that this time was, you know, was okay and maybe they were like, oh well I don't want this this time. If they're saying no, not that listen you got to hear that. Once that no goes yeah. up, that's it. Exactly. Move on. Move on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If something's happening in the moment that you do not want to be having happen, mm-hmm. you're totally within your right to say, no, please stop. We have to try something else or we have to move on to a different activity or end all activities. Like that's yes. completely okay and acceptable. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So we hope those tips gave you some inspiration for what yes. to do with your business <laughs> owning partner. And yeah, and uh, our next episodes will cover Cunnilingus. So mm. stay tuned for that. How okay. fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to oh. add. Sex yes. are always, always fun for any kind of oral play. So a little vibrator underneath the balls in the shaft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Added fun. Added mm-hmm. fun. A vibrating cock ring. Added fun. Just a little tidbit for you guys at the end there. That's, I mean, what a way to end the episode. Yes. <laughs> and, and, a, and a little vibration to uh, to change things up. Shake it up. <laughs> Literally. Right. <laughs> All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. We also have two new social media accounts that are specific to Mindful Sex Ed. So you can follow us at Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram or Mindful Sex Ed Pod on uh, Twitter. And I'll pop those into the show notes so you can follow us over there. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in helping get the word out there. Sharing is caring. So yeah, please... Share share yep. What were you going to say, Lulu? Absolutely. Share that thing. Yes. Share it widely. Friends, family, put it out there. Um, because it really does help their audience um and you know we want to be educating as many people as possible and lastly please check out all of the podcasts on the tittle.life network we've got sex ed speakeasy with hosts angel russell and steve russell we also have talking about sex tell me your story with hosts linnea marie and calandra four both podcasts are really fantastic and visit tittle.life for all of your mindful sex ed needs yay Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you next week. Yay. You're listening to an erotic story by Tickle.life and One Condoms.
This story is entitled Good Boy, written and performed by Laura Johnson. You were lying naked on all fours, just like I'd asked you to be when I got to the hotel room. You turned your head to watch me as I carefully placed my briefcase by the door and tossed my coat over the armchair by our dresser. FK twigs played faintly in the background. I walked over to you and kneeled down so that our faces were aligned. You were beaming. I knew you'd wanted this vacation for a long time and I was more than excited to oblige. I ran my fingers through your short cropped hair and kissed your full lips. They tasted sweet like strawberries. Are you ready for me? I asked as I walked around to your backside. I massaged each cheek and you gasped as my index finger delicately traced your sensitive hole. Yes, sir, you said. Good boy. I put some one-move silicone lube on my fingers and gently started to stretch you with my pinky. One finger became two, then three, easing in and out of you. Your moans of pleasure filled the entire room, not caring if our neighbors heard through the thin walls. Sir, I'm so ready, please, I can't take it. Oh, you're going to take it, in time, my sweet. Sir, please, I want you now, all of you. Tell me again, I said as I heard your muffled chuckle against the pillow. Sir, I'm begging you, please. I reached on the table behind me to find the my one condoms we'd ordered last week. I thought back to when we were fooling around with their measuring kit, curious to know our sizes. Something that should have taken five minutes turned into an all-morning love fest. You made me an hour late for work that day. I rolled on the size N22 condom and it fits so perfectly around my stiff cock. I squeezed some more silky lube onto my palm and turned back to you while stroking my shaft. I traced your puckered spot with my cock and I felt you shiver around me. I eased into you, letting you accommodate to my girth inch by inch. You reached around to stroke yourself as I gripped your hips from behind. You leaned back against me and grabbed my neck, pulling my face down towards yours, and I devoured your delicious lips as I quickened my pace behind you. I buried my face into your neck and growled. Your body, your rugged scent drove me wild as you ground your hips against me. I could feel you tremble against my thighs and I knew you were so close. Sir, can I come? Normally, I would have made you wait, but I was so intoxicated by you that I was struggling to control myself. Together, my love, let's come together, I whispered into your ear. I reached in front of you and stroked your cock hard and fast while you pushed back in rhythm with my thrusts. Now, darling, heat flooded my body from the base of my spine and into you. I felt you spasm around me and I held you against me as you finished, your excitement streaking the bedsheets. We were still for a moment, catching our breath. I kissed between your shoulder blades and eased back from you. I tossed the condom into the waste bin next to the bed. We laid beside each other, and you rested your head on my sweaty chest. Thank you, sir, you murmured into my chest, tickling me. You're welcome, pet, 
I said, kissing your forehead. Then my stomach growled, causing us to laugh. Ready to go to dinner? You asked, smiling. Yes, Charles, but maybe we could start with dessert, I said as I flipped you over and trailed kisses down your neck.